Hey friends, thanks for joining Business Connections with Anita. We appreciate you being here. We broadcast every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on America Matters, 1180 a.m. You can listen to the live stream on americamatters.us or join our Facebook parties, our watch parties, under the on my business page, Business Connections with Anita. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, AF Designs. Uh, you can check out our website, afdesigns.online, and also you can find links to all the guests there, and if you would like to help this podcast or broadcast in any way, you can donate some airtime on afdesigns.online. We appreciate everybody for listening each and every week, and we look forward to talking to you some more, and you have a great blessed day. Thank you for joining us. morning to join us. Uh, we have some great information on the GM strike. We're going to be talking about this topic in uh, the UAW. I was contacted by a classmate back in Tennessee and he asked me to, uh, he's directly affected by the strike, so he asked me if I would do uh, this topic and so here we are and uh, we're supporting those folks. I did travel out to uh, Stead shook hands with some people out there that are on the picket line and they have about 50 employees out there how are they doing what's their headspace and they're doing pretty good um you know uh i took some food and you know just snacky stuff so they can have something to snack on while they're walking the line and uh you know that's what they did back in the day you know in the in the 30s um, to survive the strike, the community came together, has you know, wives, children, and whatever, to help uh, support the strike. So um, I, I can see both sides, really, but um, I'm for the American worker more. I right, think. <laughs> I am because I've been in companies where there probably should have been a union. Yes, and uh, you know, my body's feeling it today. <laughs> All that hard work. Um, so today we're going to discuss some of the history and uh, what happened during the bailout, uh, what the workers have done without since the bailout, and and concluding with the current strike and its trickle down the line to our local businesses. So that's where we're going to finish it up. We have a lot going on. You can join our conversation anytime you want to during this broadcast. Christian will pick you up and tap you through to us yeah especially if you are a part of the strike we would love to hear from you find out what's going on from the inside i mean obviously we really only have access to what we're able to read what's in the news but hearsay uh, from the line you know um the last thing on monday when i went out there 
they said that they were uh, they had made more negotiations but they're not they're being really tight-lipped about it yeah yeah they haven't uh you know brought everything out into the world to hash out you know somebody will leak it in public and you know somebody will leak it they always do (laughs) 844-790 talk that's 844-790-8255 and we want to give a shout out to jake jimrick out there in indiana he needs a kidney and he's on the minnesota and the indiana list and we're going to keep broadcasting this until he gets one. So if you need more information on how you can help, you can email Anita at americamatters.us. Any idea how many people have gone in to see if they are a match? Uh, they, have a, they have a list, a questionnaire that you fill out, and then they determine if you are uh, a qualified donor or not from what I'm gathering, right? CJ knows test. some stuff. Yeah, you, you have to go through some uh, testing to see if you are a qualified donor for Jake to get the, the kidney. So um, there's there's a little bit of, of work involved in it that, mm-hmm. that the uh, donor has to do. So yeah, how's, how's David and uh, Phil both doing out there? I mean, uh, They're doing pretty good. They're doing okay. They're holding their own. Good. I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. And uh, everybody, I wanted to share this with you. I get a lot of comments through Messenger, and I don't always share a lot of you know i don't want to boast or anything i guess so i told christian on monday when we had our little meeting i said i just i'm humble so for me to say this is a um i don't know it just touches my heart so i kind of keep it to myself (laughs) but i want to share this with all of you by all means yeah our listener bill bell he wrote in and and before this he said that he loved me and that he, the, and what I'm doing for the community, they need more people like me. So then he said, you are one of the great ones, and those are very few on this planet. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Oh, that's nice. That's great. And it really feels good to know. You know, I've never met this man, but he hears, you know, he's hearing me. And he can he can tell in my voice where I'm at as a person, and and that really touches me that I'm coming across that way because that's how I want to. Yeah, and uh, you know if you're not going to toot your own horn, I'll go ahead and toot it for you. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> you were you were recently nominated for a saleswoman of the year, which uh, you know there's a, a process that you go through from there. Unfortunately, on the public side, there's nothing we can do to vote or yeah. or, or help move that along, but I uh, just wanted to, you know, give you a shout out and say congratulations on your nomination. Thank you very much. It's on Bravo. October 9th over there at GSR. I had to fill out a questionnaire, so I thought through my answers um, and, and really put, you know, my thought into it, because I'm in this to win it. Yes. <laughs> Somebody took time to nominate me, and you have to be there to win, so I'll be getting my ticket sometime soon, and uh, be a, it's a semi-formal, so I might have to go get a new dress. Oh, my. Or something. <laughs> There's always an excuse, right? Yep. Right. <laughs> well, we're winding down to almost our first break here, but um, we do have an event coming up, Christian, October 12th. Yep, Deer and Doggy Days for yeah. our friend Willow Bill, who's fighting stage four cancer. Uh, we're going to help him with his nation's largest art project, yes. the uh, Willow Reindeer that he creates. And then we'll have some dogs out there, adoptable dogs, uh, working on a few other fun things for it as well. And food trucks. Food trucks, yep. 
Those are always fun. Yeah. (laughs) Did you happen to see the thing I tagged you in, Christian, about the the painting for the dogs? That was so cute. I sure did. And CJ and I were talking about it a little bit uh, before we started. And uh, with any luck, uh, she'll be able to make the event, and we can incorporate that somehow as well. Awesome. If you would be interested in helping us with our airtime so we can bring on more guests and entertain you, we can, you can do that at afdesigns.online. We appreciate all those folks out there that do donate. So if you'd like to join them, you can do that. Again, it's afdesigns.online forward slash donations. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. Ready for a live game of Clue? For nearly 30 years, Fun Time Theater has held private and monthly dinner murder mysteries. Each night is different, and each event includes dinner and a show. You're the detective, and your job is to figure out who did what to who and why. At the end of the night, a super sleuth and not-so-super sleuth are awarded prizes. This is a great event for a birthday or holiday party and team-building events for your office. Visit FunTimeTheater.com to make your reservations and use promo code RADIO for $5 off each admission. Hi everybody, this is Sharon Oran and I'm here for Coffee with Sharon, the newest, hottest radio show at Northern Nevada. So why don't you join me on Thursday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on my new weekly show when we're going to have everybody that is somebody and everybody that you didn't know was somebody joining me over here for Coffee with Sharon, talking about Northern Nevada, our local politics, and what's happening in all of the state. So tune in Thursday. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. I'll be here. Will you? Brought to you in part by Michael's Reno Power Sports. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was .5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. 
Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is another beautiful Wednesday morning. This is Business Connections with Anita. I'm your co-host, Christian Meyer. In just a moment, we'll get to our uh, special guest, C.J. Geldner. Uh, But real quick, just to give our listeners a little rundown on what's going on in the world of Rough Riders. Uh, We have tomorrow night at Noble Pie and Pinion Bottle Company there in Midtown, our monthly trivia night. And that goes from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. We've got some great prizes. It's fun. uh, Drink specials. And, of course, dogs. Yeah. So if you love dogs, if you're looking to adopt a dog, or if you're looking to support us or our friends over at Dublin's Dream Dog Rescue, Heather Alvey, um, by all means, come on out. Bring a light jacket. It's going to be a little bit cooler, but uh, I know they're working on getting heaters out in that patio space. Uh, In addition to that, we were recently featured on uh, The Next Stage with Connie Ray, um, who is now over doing the morning show at Fun 101. And uh, she did a great video piece, uh, had her uh, videographer, Chris, come out with me on uh, one of our transport days and uh, really captured what we do. And uh, really the push is to help get us our transport fleet. And so we're raising money for that. Check out the video on the next stage on Facebook, on YouTube, and then I'll be posting the full video here on our Facebook page for Rough Riders, which is Rough Riders Saves. And then finally, yeah, we're looking for volunteers. We need Mm -hmm. people who um, can transport dogs within a 250-mile radius at the most, uh, social media volunteers, and just folks who want to get involved. So if you're looking to do so, reach out to us. Go to our website, roughriders.org, or you can email me at roughridersrescues at gmail.com. Something for everybody. Yep. Yep. I love that. <laughs> I love dogs. I do too. And I, I was just sell- telling CJ on the break that I really love my little dog. <laughs> I was taking her for a walk today, and she's just so cute. I can't even stand it. I want to squeeze her to death. <laughs> we want a little high chair right here yeah. that you can put her in. Yeah, well, we have a bad habit already. Oh. <laughs> we do. There, I have an office chair at the end of my table in the in the in the dining room and I sit there on my laptop sometimes and work cuz I can still see outside and all these things and she has a has to ha- be near me so I've created little spots wherever I am in my home for her okay and I look down and she's up on the office chair all curled up on the on the red pillow like a little princess you know queen. <laughs> yeah so it's right there at the table so I don't know yeah no reason Bad you habit. can't bring her in well, I'm afraid of her going off, and then what am I going to do here? I mean, I'm sure the listeners and watchers don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joy of live radio, right? <laughs> right. I, I really was tempted to bring her today, but I didn't. Maybe next week. Okay. Bring her in. She'll, she's been on the air before with Eddie and I, and uh, she did pretty good that day. So I can wear her out before I bring her. There you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> Take her for a super long walk. But CJ... Welcome in from Dayton. Thank you, dear. How are you? Good. We got a new venture going on. Yep, we do. And I'm excited. Yep. Where are we at on the guest list? Well, I've been talking to a couple of people, and I'm getting ready to do do a a postcard mailer. And one of the things I want to say, 
It's the tap room chat. Yes. It's not just about business. It's about nonprofits. It's about community events. We can do a podcast. I'll come out to you. Mm-hmm. To to talk about your event or your business or your nonprofit, and we put it on your stuff. Yes, yes, and I love that. Um, it's going to be called Tap Room Chat with CJ and Anita, mm-hmm. and we're going to be launching that soon. We do have our Facebook page set up. Yes, and we'll be posting on there all kinds of goodies and things. And the name came around because there's a place out there in Dayton called Tap Room, right? The Dayton Tap House. Yep, they have awesome cool place. food. Yeah, do. A yes. really nice bar if you want to go for a cocktail sometime in a nice quaint place. I just love that old place. town Dayton. Yeah. I love that old building. Yes. That's what I love about it. It has that character. Do you guys plan on recording from there? Yes. We do? Yes. We just have to coordinate. Yeah, and we have our um, Zoom, uh, Zoom set up finally. Yes. <laughs> that took us a few tries. A little more problems on Anita's <laughs> than anybody else's, but um, we did get it down. Yes. And it recorded well and everything, so we'll hopefully be able to um, have the video chat as well. That'd be great. So I'll it, and I'll post that all on AF Designs too. Yes. Um, dot online. And so we want our friends to go and like our Facebook page. Yes. Which is Tap Room Chat with CJ and Anita. Yes. Yes. So you can do that, and um, I don't know what. Uh, what we, when's our first? Uh, we don't have a date, date, do we? No, but we can start ours between mm-hmm. you and I, mm-hmm. so that we can uh, show people how it works and what they need to do, and whether they need to prepare for anything. You know, some have to do certain things yes so, yeah so at least they'll get the idea of how it how it plays into uh the general public and, seeing and the we're, information we're gearing more towards the outskirts of reno because i do this here i'm taking care of the folks right here but the rural people can't always get away from their business to come here mound so. house dayton silver springs stagecoach yeah fallon yarrington yarrington yep so there, there's a lot of rural community out there that's growing and uh, getting the word out for their their business or uh, their community event or their nonprofit. This is like the perfect thing to do. Mm-hmm. We just have to schedule it. That's yep. it. Yep, and it's super easy. If people can't have us come into their business, they can always join a Zoom meeting, and we can record it and everything and still do a podcast. So you don't necessarily um, have to be present, I guess. exactly. If you're willing to put in the little effort of getting the Zoom set up. Um, but we can come out and help you with that prior to the podcast, so if you want to do that, but... We have some things going on in this country right now. Actually, it's hit the world. Um, GM is on strike. That trickle effect. Yep. And we, you have some history for us, don't you, about General Motors? Yes. yes and you yes, can yes, use yes. your own word, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, General Motors has been around for the 20th and 21st century. Um, GM. And for the longest time, it was called General Motors Corporation, and then they had a name change to General Motors Company. Um, it's an American corporation. It, it's an icon of, of, of what America stands for. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so um, it operates manufacturing and assembly plants and distribution centers throughout the United States, Canada, and 
many countries. Um, the company's major products include automobiles and trucks, automotive components and engines, and it is also engaged in financial services. So when you go to get your little car there, they're going to want you to use GM Financial Services or GM Financial Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, their headquarters is in the number, number one place where automobiles are built, and that's Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so um, under the leadership of William C. Durant, the General Motors company was founded in 1908. And let's think about uh, the history of right. how the motor car was designed. You right. know? Um, it, it was uh, founded again in 1908 to consolidate several motor car companies and producing Buicks, mm-hmm. automobiles, uh, excuse me, Oldsmobile, Cadillacs, the Oakland, later known as the Pontiac, the Ewing, the Marquette, and other automobiles, um, as well as the Reliance. Do, does anyone remember a Reliance? And in rapid trucks. Mm. You know, so some of those have gone away. By the been, wayside. Yeah, and been created. Pontiac. Yeah, been created some, to something else. Sooner than well, later. Well, yeah. they got into a little financial trouble, so they started dumping all their stuff. They got rid of their financial services. Mm-hmm. And they started, you know, um, tapping into the foreign market. And they took on a couple, didn't they take on Audi or, or Saab or something like that? I, I read somewhere. I, I believe Saab, uh, no, Audi is part of the uh, Volkswagen group. Okay. But, uh, yeah, and then they ended up dumping, uh, they owned Hummer. Mm. So those brands, uh, Oldsmobile and Pontiac. And Saturn as Saturn, well. Saturn, yeah. Yep. Well, I wasn't very impressed with the Saturn. <laughs> I drive a Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> if you drive a Saturn, oh my. <laughs> Parts are cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, um, back in 1918, uh, with the innovation of the electric start engine, mm-hmm. so if you can think back in 1918, going out in four feet of snow, cranking Crank your car to, to get started, you know, that went away, thank goodness. And so um, now we have automatic starters. Yeah, the, uh, I they, like my remote start. There used to be a choke, too. I vaguely yeah. remember, like, in a Bel Air um, the choke that you would pull, pull to help start your the old car. Carbureted yeah. engines, and yeah. then uh, the diesel engines had glow plugs that you had to initiate before starting as well. Yeah. What? So, uh, Mr. Durant was forced out of the company in, in 1920 and was succeeded by Alfred P. Sloan, Jr., who served as president from 1923 to 37, and then as chairman of the board from 37 to 56. So, it sounds like People were pleased with him then. Yeah. <laughs> Hold that thought because okay. here in a little bit, we're going to have to take another break and we're going to continue on with a little bit more history. And then we're going to go into the America workers and meeting the demand of what uh, the production line needed, especially prior to this strike. Most because definitely. they padded themselves and probably pushed us a little bit harder on the on the production line, uh, trying to prepare for this strike, knowing it may be a little bit before we get it resolved. Uh, you can give us a call at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. We want to hear from you. Um, and we're so glad that you're out there listening and watching today. Thank you, CJ, for being here. Sure. We're going to take a quick break. Christian, we'll be back after this break. Call Sir Dental because you're working. 
Sursic Dental has a $125 special that includes a cleaning, x-rays, a free Sonicare toothbrush, and a free cosmetic makeover consultation. Call 827-1113. Do you need high-quality estate planning and family law services? I'm Reno attorney Todd Torvinen. I practice in the areas of estate planning, probate, family law, and divorce taxation. I'm also experienced in probate and family law litigator and believe that prevailing in any litigation requires diligent, methodical preparation. As a certified estate planning law specialist and certified public accountant, I'm singularly qualified to analyze the financial aspects of marital, family assets, or a decedent's estate. A large part of my practice is done in real time. It means that preparation of estate planning and family law documents occurs with the client present, and they're reviewed with the client at the time the client is there. Your documents are examined line by line and explained to you, then modified based upon your input. This client-focused approach leverages the current technology and enhances the attorney-client communication and relationship. The idea is to produce a better product. Please call me at 775-825-6066 to schedule an appointment today. Again, 775 775- Hey everyone, Dave Escher here introducing you to our new store, the Nevada Marketplace in the Reno Town Mall. Anchored with the Buy Nevada First gift shop, we've added over 60 micro shops, giving locals a place to set up their dream store. We are now 20,000 square feet strong, supporting over 250 local merchants with all things made in Nevada and more. We have more locals in one place than anywhere in the state, ready to help you find that perfect gift. We're open every day with easy parking at Peckham and Virginia. Go to Buy Nevada First com your source for all things local targeting cancer cells with dmso reduces the need for full dose chemotherapy by up to 90 percent because dmso targets cancer cells not healthy cells research demonstrates that dmso also known as dimethyl sulfoxide has an affinity for cancer cells which also allows dmso to enter them even when dmso is carrying chemo drugs could low dose chemo with dmso be the answer you've been searching for find out more by calling dr dan royal at 702 1454. When low-dose chemo is combined with DMSO or insulin, it's called potentiation therapy. This is because the cancer-killing power they create together is much greater than when they're administered separately. Are you a cancer patient who wants more than disease management? Could low-dose chemo help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for low-dose chemo. That's 702-562-1454. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with Anita on another Wednesday morning. I'm your co-host, Christian Meyer. And uh, just as he mentioned at the top of this segment, if you can't catch the whole show, if you want to go back and listen to uh, something that you may have missed, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. So Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Obviously, we're on Facebook Live. Yes. YouTube find us there. Subscribers. Yep. And uh, as always, you know, if you need to reach out, you can do that through Facebook or uh, Anita's website, which is afdesigns.online. Yeah, super easy. Yeah. 
easy to find stuff around. I'm going to be revamping that a little bit too. As you can see, I have the old logo sweatshirt on. <laughs> so now I got to order a new one because I've changed that. It, it was a test sweatshirt, right? It, it was, yes. And it I served see, you well. It did. So now on to the new. Yep. <laughs> we were talking about the history, CJ, of GM. And uh, we got to where Sloan took over, right? Yes, from uh, 1937 to 1956. So he helped reorganize General Motors from a sprawling, uncoordinated collection of business units into a single enterprise consistent of five main automobile divisions, which included Cadillac, Buick, Pontiac, Oldsmobile, and Chevrolet. And so... Um, by 1929, GM had surpassed the Ford Motor Company to become the leading American passenger car manufacturer. It added overseas operations uh, from 1925 to 1931. By 1941, it was making 44% of all the cars in the United States and had become one of the largest industrial corporations in the world. Which now... Things have changed again. Mm -hmm. They've already had a bailout yes. by the American people. And they just sold off the last, from what uh, Mario was telling me on the news, he uh, was reading me an article that they just sold off the last shares of the taxpayers' money that had stock in them. So that means none of us taxpayers own any part of GM any longer. Right. So that gets them off the hook a little, huh? Hmm. Took long enough. What was that, 2007, 2008? Yeah. That they got that bailout? And so. during that time, they had their little mortgages for homes, too, right? Yes. Through their financial services. Yes. So they were part of all that big mess. Yes. And, and you know, I, let's back up a little bit. During that time as well, Ford Motor Company was going through um, their own pains. Right. And um, during that time, I remember on the news, it was... It's, presented totally different compared to General Motors, who is forcing their employees to go on strike. Um, General Motors was saying, hey, folks, we're having a financial problem here. And what did we do? We went out and bought two Ford cars. Jim got the Mustang GT that he wanted, and I got the cutest little Ford Focus ZX3 <laughs> so, you know, to help him out. Yeah. So we, we converted from a BMW to a Mustang GT and a and my, my little Ford Focus. Well, and Ford was definitely more prepared for that ba uh, that time period than yes. GM was. And mm -hmm. so, yes, uh, because they had already built their foundation a little stronger, I think. Exactly. But uh, it looks like, um, you know, all of that is based on the workers, the people who actually assemble these vehicles. And, uh, of course, they are part of a union, which is the United Auto Workers Union. Yeah, Mario and I watched a docu documentary because I had to do a little, I had to research this. Because, you know, preparing for this show, I just didn't want to come in blindsided on some facts that maybe I don't know about. So I researched this and I came across um, a documentary about, it's called Brothers on the Line and it's on on Netflix. And very, very interesting story of three brothers that actually started the union. I believe two of them got fired from the production line, and that's what yep. caused the sit-down strike in 1936 to 
uh, I think it was December or November, December of 36. To February of 37. Yeah, and that's quite a bit. That was 44 days. Yeah. That they And uh, the workers just sat down on the line to stop production. And that was the first time that you, the United Auto Workers were recognized as a union with leverage and with power. Yeah. They have a beautiful memorial there in Flint, Michigan, for those folks that were on that sit-down strike because it got ugly. People were breaking windows to get the gas out of the building because they were being, you know, uh, tear gassed and all kinds of things going on. People lost their lives in that event and uh it can get ugly on strike i remember in the 70s things going on strike and you driving past and seeing all the picket lines and people throwing stuff and the protesting and um i do know that uh my friend out there in tennessee was on the picket line and the day before a man got hit out there because they're trying to stop the trucks from coming in there's 3500 workers there so it's a little bit different story than what we have out here instead now. And obviously they have to abide by the laws. You know, they, they can't obstruct and, the, yeah. you know, the roads and, and right. those things. You know, they have the right to protest peacefully. Right. But, uh, you know, when they start causing damage or, or getting in the way of things, that's where I can see, you know, police coming in. Yeah, but at the I same guess time, it was one of what they, they call scab. It's the people that come in and do the work while the people are on strike. (laughs) And it was one of those that had hit somebody. In your research, did you find out why they're called scabs? No. I don't know. I'm just asking. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm sure I know somebody that knows. (laughs) Yep. And if you do know, call in at 844-790-8255. Yeah. Give us the answer to that. And, and you know, you you say that... um, the union workers have to follow certain rules mm. when they're picketing. They pay dues yeah. to be members. Yeah, of they the pay union. dues they, they, out of their paychecks. So why would General Motors take away their health insurance? The bottom line. So are cut, they in cut that? Cut costs for a while. Yeah. Are, are they in that dire of financial instability? Um, not from my research. They made $81 million or billion dollars last year. And I think that what's the CEO's name's Mary Barra or something like that. I think that's her name. Yeah. She's making $22 million. $22 million, yes. yes. They're making plenty of money there. Um, and, you know, I, I go back and, and love companies where they take care of the worker first. Yeah. You know, they do everything to take care of the worker because the worker takes care of the company. You know, the CEO isn't on the front line putting doors onto cars. It's the worker who's doing that. But the corporate world has changed. It's no longer about industry. It's no longer about employee. Or quality. Or quality. You know, it's all about the numbers. How much money is it going to make the company? And and. Corporations are legal entities, but they're not humans. Right. But humans run it. Mm. There's and, where the problem is. And loyalty. You know, my uh, I came from three generations of Mercedes-Benz corporate. And uh, for the longest time, you stayed with them. You got a pension at the end. Uh, they took care of your health care for the rest of your life. Um, up until my dad's generation, where they basically handed him a severance package and retired him out early. That happened to my dad, but he wasn't union. You know, he worked for a printing company. They talked about 
I mean, he worked for him for 42 years, so, you know, you saw the company grow, and and um, now it's kind of phased out. It's changed names, and um, they're doing a lot of different things with that printing company, but it's out there instead. So, you know, I drove right past it, you know, my old stomping grounds. I yeah. used to be in that building and uh, work on three-story presses. Yeah, and there's a lot of industries where having a union really no longer applies. It's sort of antiquated. But mm-hmm. in cases like this with uh, steel workers, steel workers, factory workers, uh, trades people. Electricians. Exactly. Plumbers. You know. That's where it's needed to ensure fair wages, benefits, and everything needed to ensure that those jobs stay here. And speaking of that, since the bailout, these workers have not had a cost of living adjustment. Yep. And here we are, what, 10, 11 years in from that? Mm-hmm. Economy is supposed to be we better than ever. We know what the rent is done here in Reno, and it's not any different in Tennessee from what I'm understanding. So, you know, all the costs have gone up, but we're still trying to survive right. on what we were making. It, right. it, it takes all the extra money out of, to do those family things. You know, do you believe that General Motors is about family? No. Okay. They're about workers. Yeah. And getting are they even about workers? (laughs) Because if they were about workers, they would be taking care of their workers. Because when your workers are happy, your company's happy. Right. Okay. Right. So really, are they about the worker? No. No. They're about the almighty dollar. Well, and the thing is that you know they're one of the few automotive manufacturing companies that still have manufacturing here in the U.S. Uh, There are some foreign companies that have manufacturing here but for the most part those jobs are going to mexico for instance where labor is much cheaper ohio they shut down one and i think in michigan they shut down another plant or going to i think it was lordstown or some youngstown some i don't know so I can't remember the name, <laughs> but it was something town. Where? In Ohio. Yeah, one in Youngstown. Ohio Youngstown and one in maybe? Michigan. And um, they said it's to to keep up with the market of the electric car. So it's not going to allow the workers to keep their current positions. It's going to... Um, it's less... They're going to robotics. Yes, robotics. Okay. Hey, so, I know so, about that. So the human species is just being removed mm-hmm. from the industry. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to pay health care to a robot. True. But the cost of uh, taking care of a robot can be a lot more costly than taking care of a human being. Yeah. And I want to point out, yes, we have human error. But don't tell me there ain't a robot out there that hasn't caused an error. That's right. Most okay? definitely. Yeah. So, in my opinion, it's the love for your job that goes into it that makes a quality product. Right. So, take care of your employees, Jim. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Make them a happy camper. Folks, we got to take another break. We'll be right back. Join the Funtime Theater this fall as we make the history of the Comstock come alive with Voices from the Past, a walking tour of the Silver Terrace Cemetery in Virginia City. Each year, 12 actors portray past residents of the Comstock, sharing their life and death in the Old West. Shows are Saturday and Sundays, September 28th through October 13th at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. daily. Visit FuntimeTheater.com to make your reservations and use promo code RADIO for $5 off each adult admission. That's FuntimeTheater.com. Promo code RADIO. Business owners and entrepreneurs know that good information is priceless. Just one great idea can make all the difference. Hi, this is Joe Morabito, host of CEO Business Mind. 
Each week, in one fast-paced hour, we share lots of proven tips and ideas to help you be more successful in business. Don't miss a minute of CEO Business Mind with me, Joe Morabito, right here on 1180 AM KCKQ. Wynema Ranch Wild Horse Sanctuary, a preserve dedicated to keeping America's wild mustangs and burros running free. Wynema Ranch, 29 miles north of Reno near Hallelujah Junction. An amazing sight to visit. Over 130 of God's majestic animals at home on the range. Experience the beauty and wonder. Give at WynemaRanch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A Ranch.com. Or call 775-384-4444. Wynema Ranch. Excuse me. I know you have a 9 o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me. Get granular. Keep me in the pipeline. But nada. Nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me, and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So... I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. We are already on our last segment of the show. This is Business Connections with Anita. I'm your co-host, Christian Meyer. And uh, as a reminder, if uh, you are a business owner, business manager, want to sponsor the show, reach out to Anita at afdesigns.online. And if you want to be a guest, if you want to promote your show, if you're local here, we're looking for great businesses to talk with as well. And don't forget those nonprofits too. Yep. I'm working on uh, getting a nonprofit out there in, uh, I think it's in Angola, Indiana. And they have like uh, Black Panthers and different things. And I'm trying, and I actually am a good friend of the, of the high dog there. <laughs> the executive. So they're a, a sanctuary. Yes, they are a sanctuary and they have all kinds of stuff. I have to really look at their website to, I've seen sp- um, little spurts of information, but um, 
she just had some legislature people come through her facility and did really well and good uh she's really great at grant writing and she's a really great person good and i used to rent uh space from her to do my nails so oh. <laughs> and that's that no, brings up a, a good time. point you know you don't have to be here in northern nevada if you are no, a small right. local business anywhere worldwide we'd yeah, be happy we can to talk Skype to you. you in and then everybody can see you too yes yep <laughs> and hear you i don't want to forget about my radio listeners because they're the ones that you know put put us here to where we can go live on facebook and youtube so right thank you radio listeners out there we appreciate you taking time out in your day but you know this nationwide strike has got forty nine thousand people on strike right now those uh, i think the union pays 250 a week it does yeah after 15 days of being on strike yep and so um uh, we did have uh, the president of the uaw here local was going to join us today but his schedule uh wasn't going to allow that so yesterday morning we were uh scrambling around and uh, thought you know how is this affecting really local businesses that's what we want to get into not only that but you mentioned you were up instead and there are actual united auto worker union members there that are on strike what did they do up in that facility instead um they're an aftercare and parts facility 24 7 and about how many folks are um, affected by this 50 people Okay, I mean, even 50 is too much. Yeah, and that doesn't include all the people that deliver, probably. Mm -hmm. You know, the trucks coming in, the logistics of it. The trains. Mm -hmm. The dealerships, the folks at the dealerships. Yeah, body shops. Body shops are probably going to get hurt worse, in my opinion, than uh, the local dealership. Yeah. Yeah, the service department. But the service department's going to hurt, but. When you're in a collision and now the body shop can't get your part. Yeah. Well, the dealership either can't dealers- either. You know, they've right. got what's in stock and, and that's really about it. And I know they got a padding of about 77 days from what I read. So, well, you know, they padded it up. but Hopefully it doesn't get to that point. Well, I'm yeah. hoping not. You know, um, the longer it goes, the more it hurts folks. And it starts trickling down into our local economy. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of parts, yeah, they, they have that buffer cars themselves especially the large trucks suvs they don't have that big of a buffer so if somebody's looking to purchase a gm truck or suv what's on the lot is really what's left yeah, it's the sweet ticket ones the eighty thousand dollar ones that they said they're going to have problems with the parts here in a little bit if it doesn't end soon and also the new corvette has everybody drooling so you know the 2020 model is coming out they have them on the showroom floors i guess yep, already new right. mid-engine design and you know it's an exciting car but not the best timing as far as <sighs> rolling it out right because you know i'm a little gun shy about buying a corvette right now that's when vehicles (laughs) are rolled out for the the new year right is you know starting in september october now when i traveled out to stead i met some really nice fellows out there and uh, even had uh, one of them knew all about podcasting and stuff (laughs) and was sharing a different app with me and different things and I just got to know those guys out there just a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, Princess went with me and uh, one guy goes hey can I pet your dog and she was in her booster seat in the front seat you know because I didn't want her out you know I was tarping off food and water you know and so 
they loved on her and stuff and uh they're, they they said that they're in negotiations like we mission, mentioned earlier, but they haven't got any kind of uh, word on how close they are to being at the end of the strike. Um, they all are in good spirits. They all believe in what they're doing out there on the on the picket line. And, you know, that takes devotion yeah. to your company or your union yeah, to go out there and and stand like that, you know? Yeah, you know, for the first 15 days, not only are you, are you not making anything, but after those 15 days, uh, you're not really pulling down a living wage at $250 a week. So, right. you know, a, a lot of people to begin with are living paycheck by paycheck. And, uh, you know, some people who may not be able to afford standing on the picket line are, are hanging in there and doing what they can to try and move these negotiations along. Yeah, and I, I don't. I think they're on the picket line from nine to six. They are a twenty-four hour operation, but I, I haven't been out there in the middle of the night to see if anybody's right. standing out there. But I don't think they do. They're kind of off the beaten path. It's not like they're right on Kitsky Lane, where you right. know a thousand people would be. You know, maybe there are picketing in front of the dealerships. I don't know. Right, and that might actually be a better idea instead of in front of the production facility because. You know, there's not a lot of traffic in there. There's not a lot of uh, uh, audience to, to see what's going on. And then I think you mentioned last week that, you know, there was one story really that went out in the news, and that was about KOLO it. KOLO put something out and talked to Lance Pringle, which was supposed to come on uh, our show today. Um, but that's all I've seen, and that's what I told him when I went out there. I said, you know what, I feel like the media has kind of forgotten you. And, that- and I said... Business connections with Anita isn't going to forget you. Right. And that could change for them if they started picking it out in front of the dealerships. Obviously, yeah. they're not protesting the dealership, just GM in general, but it would give them that visibility to do so. Now, I'm surprised that the D- GM dealerships aren't on strike, too, because it's a GM. They're selling GM. Well, They're not the maker, I guess. Yeah. But, and but still, you know, if you really want to make a point, <laughs> uh, you know. Don't do it with just a little toe. Put all your foot in there. But the thing is, they're not union. Yeah. The workers True. at the, uh, True. At the dealerships. dealerships, they're not union. So right. um, they would just lose on. their job. And not only that, but it's not really affecting them now. It'll affect mm-hmm. them down the road. But, you know, if business is still going strong right now, you know, what's the point? Another in thing away? that's going to hurt the consumer is those that have purchased an automobile that they've made from scratch on the computer or however you order a brand new car coming off of the assembly line. Since those have all come to a screeching halt, you're going to be waiting a little while for your new car. I'll go buy another vehicle that's not having conflict. Yeah. Find something else you like, right? That's right. Yeah, a lot of people are. I have a Jeep, so I have a Chrysler and that trickles back to GM. <laughs> so, eh. actually, that's part of the uh, Dodge Group. Oh, good. Dodge, Cross, I like Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. I yep. do like Dodge products. Yeah. I'd rather have a honestly. I'd rather have a Dodge truck than a Chevy truck. I just don't think Chevy has the guts in it to do what it needs to do, like climbing mountains or whatever. I think Ford and um, Dodge have them a little bit beat in that area. Yeah, and you know. Uh, there's truck guys for every brand, so right. you know, people I know. adamantly... Well, I love Chevy. You know, yep. I grew up with a Corvette and a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> well, and my dad always had sports cars. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, I was looking at the, the Chevy Spark. Now I'm not. Mm, mm-hmm. 
because of who the maker is. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to support the CEO. Is this, no, are I, they supporting their employees? I do know out there instead that their health care ended the day after they went on strike. Yes. So they're cut off. And there nation. was a girl that twisted her ankle off of the curb out there. So now she has no health insurance to cover that injury, even though she's walking the picket line, standing up for what, you know. We What's really right should at least, we really, it's not just about wages. It's about um, the working environment, the um, health care benefits, which we've been talking about. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that they have to, but I'm sure GM's taken care of. Of course. And their executives. Yeah, and their CEOs. Doesn't even have to worry. I mean, she probably got a lot of worry. I would imagine that's a big job, having the weight of the world of GM on your shoulders. (laughs) Well, and in a I mean, I know what Kelly goes through here at America Matters, so it's a big job. I'm not degrading what she does. Well, you know what? In today's modern society, when it comes to health care, you do not have to be trapped by the employer's health care program you need to take control you as an employee Mm -hmm. and you need to protect your family you need to go out and get your own insurance don't use theirs Mm -hmm. and if she wants to make a big statement you know she's paid what 22 million dollars a year yeah you know say that she's going to commit half of that to the health care of the workers who are on strike and you're going to start seeing some support from them right but you know i don't know the more you make, the less you want to give, I think. Yeah, it depends on who you are. And some people, yes. Unless you're Bill Gates and, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But, you know, there's uh, there's people out there like, um, I just saw somebody, uh, didn't Brad Paisley, didn't they do a, a thing in Nashville where they opened a store and people can come? They did, and, yeah. Um, so, you know, there are awesome folks out there that do do things but we're not hearing about it from the ceo of gm folks it's already coming to the time wow here at the end afdesigns.online we had a great time in here with cj this morning look forward to our taproom chats coming soon yes christian it's always a pleasure being on the air with you thank you you as well and i see you're just being the awesome engineer that you are and folks we love you you're the best part of our week and we'll see you next week thank you so much friends for tuning in today and taking in our podcast we appreciate you if you would leave us a positive review that would be very helpful it helps us get guests lined up and get sponsorship if you would like to donate airtime you can do that on afdesigns.online and i hope everybody has a super great day and may you be blessed